Hi friends, this is Adrienne A. Wallace and you are in the life room. Today I wanted to talk about men. And I wanted to talk about men and um, them feeling safe in the world. How do we achieve that? Um, the absence of feeling safe, um, what, what creates that? And what can we all do, both as women and men, to support all men in feeling safer in the world and assuming their right place? Um, this podcast comes from inspiration, obviously that happens online because I interact so much online and have in the life room going on online, but I also have lots of men in my life, <clears throat> a father, obviously brothers, <clears throat> um, and other men who are close friends to me, um, in various degrees. And this world is a, is a world where I think we um, or at least I as a woman, I've always been led to believe that men should be um, providers and protectors. <clears throat> and that I as a woman, I'm fully capable of supporting a man and the men in my life in being providers and protectors. I am their next best weapon in their ability to execute in that way, at least for the men in my life. Now, oftentimes, um, assume that position by virtue of being the partner or the sister or the daughter or the cousin. But I'm very, very happy when men who are friends come to me and ask for that support wherever they may need it. This world um, can be a really unsafe place for men. It's more unsafe for certain men than it is for other men. In the United States, it seems particularly unsafe for men of color. But overall, it's an unsafe place for men. Um, men are the predominant um, bodies that we find involved in militaries all across the world and involved as a result in war and battles. And this is a world in which we are expected to assume the role and, and we expect them to assume the role rather of protector and provider. And they've been thought that they should regard the women in their lives as equal partners, but there is also an innate understanding that depending on circumstances, when push comes to shove, the buck should stop with them. It should stop right there with them, the men. And acceptance of that responsibility by men and acceptance of that role really requires a very unique level of maturity and, and no small measure of fortitude. It's a challenge for most men to meet this head on um, and to do so willingly for the good of those that they love. And many of them do, but it's, it's because they have other leading examples, be it a father or an uncle or someone in their community that they respect. And if they're so lucky and, and, and uh, privileged, they have a mentor who provides them that example of meeting responsibility head on and executing well against those responsibilities, making those in their life feel safe. Now, assuming the role of provider and protector um, can be a burden. In its real, in its classical sense, um, and what that what that means is that it's something that they pick up and something that they have to carry, and so it means that there's no planning, and um, for as much as men would like to be planners and prepared, life doesn't work that way. So when things come to them, they feel burdened because they didn't plan for it. 
But truth is, if you sit around in life just planning for everything, you will never have an experience. You'll never have a rich experience, and you'll never be able to build your fortitude. Fortitude comes from, um, you know, assuming the unexpected. That's wh- that's where it's it's developed, I think. Burdens really require a willingness to pick them up and and the strength to carry them. And the strength is oftentimes physical, um, but more than anything else, it's spiritual. And some men aren't easily and always so sure that they're up to the task because they're either physically deficient, mentally deficient, or um, spiritually deficient. In some cases, you'll find that with men in in all ways. They they're not taking care of their bodies. They're not putting the proper things into their bodies. They're abusing um, nicotine, drugs, alcohol. Um, they're not working out. They're not exercising their bodies. They're not strengthening their bodies. They're not conditioning their bodies and developing their muscle tone. And so there's a lot in terms of strength to literally carry that doesn't exist in these men. And, you know, we do live um, and we are a species where it is about survival of the fittest. And it's survival of the fittest in all ways, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, and physically, in order for you to be able to carry burdens, assume burdens, um, and have the fortitude to survive and win. And so, you know, feeling safe in the world requires the ability to carry something that others may think is burdensome. So our men definitely need that. They need to be reminded of who they are and, um, and make sure that they feel up to the task. Now, when a man isn't sure about himself and his ability to carry on um, certain responsibilities in life, the world actually becomes less safe. It becomes less safe because that is a man who worries, that is a man who's subject to anxiety, that is a man who's subject to, dare I say, a bit of paranoia, and our world becomes less, less, less safe. And it can be really terrifying to wake up every day feeling unsafe, feeling unsure about yourself, feeling fearful of what's going to happen next and, and, and what's expected of you, feeling fearful of what is expected of you and whether that expectation will end in success or failure. The anxiety in and of itself creates a less safe place for men and, and the women who love them to exist. We have got to get to a point where we support each other in such a way where we are um, understanding that each each other's safety is paramount, each other's protection is paramount. Now, the precipice that really exists for this is that the feeling of safety comes first in our adolescent existence um, before it happens in adulthood. In adolescence, we believe oftentimes that we can do anything. That's when we have our broken bones. That's when we um, challenge our bodies. That's when we participate in in sports, um, mainly on on a competitive level. We are daring. We are daring and we don't really worry about our safety. We really, really do feel like we are, for lack of better expression, indestructible. And when we we get into adulthood, for some reason, we lose that daring. Um, we, We feel like there's things that we can't do. We put um, aging as an issue and that aging creates a lack of safety and security in ourselves, as opposed to remembering that in our adolescent years, all that daring was building up. And so men in particular will often talk about, you know, how they were, how they played football, how they ran track and field, how they were on the wrestling team. And so a man of 30, 40, 50 years old is always talking about his past and he always is reflecting on a time really when he felt safer in the world. 
Now, once they've crossed over to adulthood and become responsible for their own successes and their own defeats, um, they feel that they're less safe. Um, they don't feel as competitive and they'd rather watch other men compete. Hence the, the popularity of the NBA, hence the popularity of hockey, hence the popularity of football, um, hence the popularity of soccer. There are very, very few men who stay in competition throughout their entire lives. And for men, most competition is, is predominantly physical. Now, um, what we need help doing and what our men need help doing is getting out of their own way. They really, really need to get into a place where they start calling the shots um, and understanding that calling the shots is a perk of adulthood. Feeling safe is, an, is a perk of adulthood. And without the ability to call shots and without the ability to be responsible for your own safety, um, men feel tragically unsafe. They do not... Um, do not responsibly do things, um, and they do not um, really bring themselves into the world in a way where they can father children and provide for them, where they can um, have jobs and accomplish the goals that are set in those jobs, where their bodies exist in a healthy state and they push their bodies to the limit and they build strong, healthy bodies and fit bodies. Men, when they feel unsafe, cannot perform in the way that they're intended to perform. Um, now, the other fact of a man feeling unsafe and where it's evident is, you know, men who do things like they play video games. It's their things to do. And some may say, oh, it's my escape. It's how I cool down. But it's really them avoiding entering into adulthood. They hold on the, until the cusp of youth. And it's almost like a Peter Pan syndrome. They never quite want to grow up. And with that, it, um, men reject adult roles. They reject responsibility. They reject safety because safety is a feature um, of adulthood. But they remember feeling safe as children. And so they don't have to think about creating safety for themselves. So they sit in their youth and they have this Peter Pan syndrome in their lives where they want to play all the games and they want to do all the things that the unformed, more adolescent mind does. It could be things as multiple sex partners. It could be things like um, hanging out in bars all day, you know, um, it, you know, which creates a, a club-like atmosphere or a belonging atmosphere. It could be things like um, subscribing to pornography, you know, where they don't have to attach to a woman emotionally and they can simply um, observe her ha as an object. Men do this because they don't feel safe. And the only way they're going to feel safe is if they leave the world that is perpetually youthful and enter the world that is a world of manhood. And, you know, this is not Neverland. This is real life. And um, this is not a sport or a hobby. This is real life. So whatever the, the play of escape that men, be it that you are a man, a man or men in your life are playing, be fully aware that when these men are playing these games of escape, these are men who do not feel safe. And when they don't feel safe, they cannot protect themselves. They cannot protect you. They cannot provide probably for themselves fully, and they won't be able to provide for you. So um, please don't misunderstand me. I think that a failure to feel safe is something that comes through life experience. But I think that it is a, um, a choice to stay there. I think that 
we can get over it. Um, our men in particular can get over it. I think our awareness and our ability to know that that's what it is, is what pulls us out of that. There's no pressure. Um, you can sit for several hours and decide whether or not you're going to do something different. You can sit for a minute and decide that you're going to do nothing different. But at the end of the day, if you really, really want to cross over into adulthood, and if you want to be responsible for your own successes as much as you are for your own failures, you have to be able to look at yourself as a man and you have to say, I am safe. And then you have to do all of the things that are required to assure that safety for yourself and for those around you. This completes today's podcast. I hope everyone feels safer. Peace, love, and you know the rest.